I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Hey guys, Michelle here. Raise your hand if you feel like you've been doing all the things, but nothing seems to really be helping. I know you've done the mindset work. I know you've tried to get yourself and your family organized. I know you've tried to exercise and you want to eat better, but do you still find yourself just kind of feeling blah or anxious or overwhelmed or still feeling really burnt out by the speed of life these days. I know, I get it, and I was right in your shoes just a few years ago. But once I learned the science behind regulating my nervous system, and I really got a handle on a few simple balancing exercises that really helped me to get out of my head, which is really hard for a lawyer to do, and into my body and shift the state of my nervous system, guys, everything changed. Incorporating these exercises for just a few minutes a day. It's all it takes, two to five minutes. It 10Xed my productivity. It allowed me to be calmer, more present with my kids, increased my performance and my creativity at work. It stabilized my mood and my emotions, and it even improved my sleep. And it's not too good to be true, guys. It's what naturally flows from a balanced and well-regulated nervous system. So I want to invite you to register now for my free live virtual workshop. It's called the Calm Mom Masterclass, and I'm doing it on May 3rd at 12 p.m. Eastern. I want to teach you what it takes to rewire your brain so that you have tools, tools that work for your body to help manage your anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout. Also, you can be that calm, centered presence at home and at work. And don't worry if you can't make it to the live event. Just be sure to register now, snag your C, and we'll email you the recorded replay afterward so you don't miss out. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. 
I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. So grateful you're joining us today. If you haven't yet, if you would just pause and leave a quick five-star rating for the show or even a short review or maybe both if you're feeling generous today, it would really mean the world to me. It's the best way you can thank me for all of this content. I appreciate you guys so much for all of those of you who've already left a review or a rating, thank you, thank you, thank you, because it helps to get this podcast into the ears of more mamas like you who really need this information and these tools. So I thank you on behalf of all of them. I'm just so grateful for your role in helping to spread this message. Today, we are going to have a fairly short episode, but over here in my home this week, it's been quite a busy one. Uh, My kids are actually out of school. They had a half day today in observation of Easter on Sunday. So they're playing, of course, in the hallway right outside the door (laughs) to my office. So you guys will probably hear them um, out there. I hear them rolling cars around and I don't know what they're doing, but um, you'll probably hear them and they'll probably come in at least once during this recording. So I'm going to try to make it brief today. But man, throughout this week, as you guys can imagine, being a family that's pastoring a church holy week is there's a lot going on there's a lot of midweek stuff going on and i just felt like i had a lot on my law firm calendar this week i had a lot of stuff to do to prep for this master course uh, that i'm offering at the beginning of may and just so much that i'm excited to be bringing forward for you guys but it takes a lot of work and i have a to-do list that is growing and i felt like this week i just was not checking stuff off at the rate at which I'd prefer. Um, and it was, I noticed that it was starting to cause me some anxiety and it was starting to cause me some overwhelm. And thankfully, I have grown the awareness that I can catch that pretty, pretty early when it starts to happen. So, you know, I dropped in and I'm like, okay, Michelle, what's, what's going on here? Like, I know that I'm starting to get a little bit irritable. I know that I feel like I'm not as present and my mind is kind of wandering and that anxiety, that feeling in my body, the way it shows up is starting to creep in and the tightness in my chest and I'm not sleeping so well, all these things. And I'm like, okay, what do you need? What do you need? And here's the thing, our nervous systems, every single one of us, in order for us to have the neurological fitness that we want, i.e. to be operating in the nervous system state that we so desire, right? A state of calmness, a state of stillness, a state of play, a state of creativity, a state of openness and empathy and compassion and all of these beautiful things that we want to experience in order for us to be able to be operating in those states our nervous systems need three things 
all of us, they need three things every single day. So I thought it would be helpful if we just spent a minute today talking about these three. I think two of them are probably things you've heard before. I'm going to give you a few stats on how and why they're so helpful as it relates to our nervous system. I think it's different than our physical fitness or our mental emotional fitness. And then the third one, I think is going to be pretty surprising for you guys, but it's my favorite. So let's jump in. All right. So the first thing every nervous system needs is exercise, daily exercise, just to the point of breaking a sweat. So for those of you who already have this down pack, you have great exercise habits and routines. You go to CrossFit or you go to bar class or you go to hot yoga or you have a gym membership or you do something like I do and you turn on like a YouTube video or Beachbody routine or I have a treadmill in my garage. Like I love jumping on that thing as, as often as I can. And if you have routines like that, that is amazing and continue that. There's so many benefits. You guys know them. You don't even need me to tell you. But as it relates to your neurological fitness, what is required in order to keep your nervous system healthy, in order to keep it resilient, in order to keep it able to shift from a dysregulated to a regulated state is daily exercise to the point of breaking a sweat about 10 minutes. It's all you need is about 10 minutes. And guys, on days when I have all the things going, I know I can find 10 minutes to break a sweat. Sometimes I just do jumping jacks. Sometimes I grab a jump rope and go do that. Sometimes I'm picking up all the kids stuff around the house. And instead of just bending over at my waist, I actually just squat and pick up stuff. And guys, if you have kids like me with 7,000 pieces of stuff all around the house, you're going to do like a hundred squats. <laughs> you just will. There's ways to get it in. And those 10 minutes of exercise every day have such a payoff for your nervous system. So here are some of the things that happen when we break a sweat for 10 minutes a day. We have exercise created brain derived neurotropic factor. And essentially what that mouthful is, is it's like miracle grow for our brain. It is released when we exercise and it's so important for neuroplasticity. It's so important to rewire the patterns right in our brain. It's so important for our memory. Exercise also increases blood flow, which really helps our body reduce inflammation. Exercise promotes the production of so many mood regulation hormones. So, right, so serotonin, that's one of the main ones. That's why we feel good after we exercise. Okay, so that's number one. The second thing every single nervous system needs in order to be healthy, regulated, and fit is stillness. Daily stillness. We got, we, we, we've all heard, everyone's on the train, right? Of mindfulness, meditation. This could be moments of prayer, moments of deep breathing, slower body movement things, maybe stretching. It's really just about sitting quietly with no stimulation, no stimulation. And again, this doesn't have to be some big practice. You guys, you know, overcomplicate. You get to work a few minutes early, like instead of grabbing your phone and scrolling, put your phone aside. Just have five minutes of stillness. Stillness is so critical for helping our body learn how to turn off, right? That brain that doesn't stop, that mind that is racing and on the go and always problem solving and figuring stuff out and, you know, thinking about random stuff at two in the morning, like your body learns how to, how to shut off 
and switch into recovery mode when you practice daily stillness. When you practice daily stillness. And familiarizing your body with this state, the state of stillness, it optimizes our nervous system's ability to reset and heal itself, right? You're reinforcing, you're strengthening a lot of those same neural pathways that are used to fall asleep every night. So it's almost like you're building this this sleep muscle, right? You're practicing it and you're growing it stronger when you introduce habits of daily stillness so that you're able to fall asleep faster each night, sleep better each night. And then finally, daily stillness builds resistance to that dorsal vagal shutdown response. So that's the shutdown response that we feel when we're experiencing burnout, when we're feeling dissociated, when we're feeling numbed out, when we're feeling kind of meh and blah. When we incorporate moments of daily stillness, it builds resistance to that. And what we do when we build resistance to the dorsal vagal shutdown is that we learn how to sit still amidst all of life's craziness and chaos, all the storms, we can be that calm anchoring presence. And that's, that's our mission here on the podcast, right? Is to teach you moms how you can hold so much of life, show up in big ways in your workspaces, in your business, show up in big ways in your community, show up in big ways in your home and your family and hold all of that without it sending you into a dysregulated state. Hold all of that without it stressing you out, causing you anxiety, causing you overwhelm and leading you to burnout. We want to build a resistant nervous system so we can do the things that are important to us. We can do the things that we're passionate about. We can do the things that we're committed to without feeling overwhelmed and anxious. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit. And then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns. And they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two minute personality patterns quiz. So number one exercise, 10 minutes a day, break a sweat. Number two, stillness, daily moments of stillness. And then the third one and the thing that I think is might be surprising to you guys and I would bet is probably going to feel the most uncomfortable, which is why I think you should lean into it the most, is daily moments of social play. Daily moments of play. And you're probably like, what on earth? Like, I ain't got time for play. Like, you want me to play? Do you know all the stuff I have to do every day? Do you know the pile of laundry looking at me right now? Do you know the party I have to plan? Do you know 
all the work stuff and what my boss is requiring or yes, 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 I was there. I know, I know, I know I was so skeptical about this. It was so uncomfortable, but let me tell you, when I started to intentionally incorporate moments of play into my everyday, everything changed. My nervous system, it was so nourishing for my nervous system. It was so nourishing for my inner child, right? Who had been so ignored for decades. I was not someone who played. I just didn't have time for that. I was serious. I had stuff to do. I was on mission, right? But we can't forget these parts of ourselves. We can't continue to suppress them and ignore them and abandon them. It's so important, friends. And when I'm talking play, you're probably like, what on earth is she asking me to do here? I'm not saying that you need to sit down and, you know, play Barbies with your kids. I'm not saying that you need to, I don't know, have this big expensive like trip to Disney or Europe, or I'm not saying that you need to like, I don't know, get out the game of Clue and and play with your kids. Like all of that is great and it is play. And if it's, you know, on your list and it brings you joy, yes, do it and do more of it. But what I'm talking about when I'm saying play here as it relates to our nervous system and the fitness of our nervous system is the things that are not work or obligations that light you up and bring you joy, bring you joy. So maybe it's, you know, drawing or painting, but you don't remember the last time that you picked up a piece of charcoal or, or a paintbrush. Maybe it's an instrument that you play that used to bring you a lot of joy, but it's, you know, in a case somewhere and you haven't even seen it in decades. Maybe it's um, a sport that you used to love to play. Like maybe you really love to play tennis or you really love to play soccer and you just haven't done it in forever because you don't have time. Maybe you love to skateboard and you like put your skateboard away when you had kids and they wouldn't even believe that you know how to skateboard. Like whatever it is, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, at least since the beginning of the year, you know that for me, my word of the year this year is joy. And I'm just so committed to having more joy this year. I don't think we are are familiar enough with and sit in joy long enough just as a society, especially as women, especially as high achieving, ambitious women. Guys, we don't do it enough. And I've set joy alarms on my phone and four times a day when they go off, I have this little practice I do. But then wherever I am, if I'm home, I do don't do it in public unless I'm in my car. But if I'm home or I'm in my car, I turn on some like 2000s like awful you know hip-hop r&b like whatever brings me so much joy punk like whatever whatever kind of music i'm in the mood for and i blare it and for two minutes i just dance like a fool and if in the car i'm just like waving my arms around and like bopping my head if i'm at home i like push in my chair in my office and i'll just stand and jump around and like pretend i was at a concert when i was 19 years old and just allow myself to sit in that sustained pleasure. Because if you're anything like me, yeah, I'm like, yeah, celebrate constantly. Great. I, I had this, you know, massive victory for a client and a case and I'll celebrate for six seconds and then it's like on to the next thing. Or I'll be with a client who has this beautiful breakthrough, right? In a coaching session and she just does some deep, deep, deep healing. And I'm just feeling so excited and so grateful and, and wanting to celebrate her. And I do so for a few seconds and then it's like, okay, but, but on to the next call. We are so uncomfortable sitting in sustained play, sitting in sustained 
pleasure. And why is that? Right? It's, it's a nervous system thing. We're so conditioned to not having time for that, that we've gotten to the point where it actually doesn't feel safe to our body. So just incorporating small moments of play, whatever, whatever it is that brings you joy. I'm sure there's something that popped up in your mind for you while I was talking. And if it is art or music or whatever it is, and you're, you're kind of feeling this fear that your inner critic is going to pop up, blindfold yourself, right? Put in some earplugs. Like, I don't care what you have to do, but allow that inner child to express, allow that inner child to play, allow yourself to have some fun and sit in sustained joy and pleasure and play. And you're going to see the impact. You're going to see the payoff in your nervous system. I can promise you it. Okay. So some exercise, some stillness, some play. You guys, again, don't allow this to feel like, okay, Michelle's telling me I have to do all of these things. Like I need to incorporate this into my routine, bring out your checklist, bring out your planner. Like guys, don't, don't just choose one. Just choose one that feels like it might be a good place for you. For me, what I like to do is when I notice I have a few extra minutes, you know, five minutes before I eat lunch, 10 minutes in the car while I'm waiting for the girls or whatever it is, just check in with your body and ask yourself like, okay, nervous system, what do you need today? Do you need some movement today? You have some energy, some anxiety pent up that feels like it needs to be released. Do I feel kind of antsy and jittery today and I just need to move? Do I feel like I need some stillness today? Do I feel like these racing thoughts, this tightness in my chest could really benefit from, from some prayer or some deep breathing, right? Or am I feeling really playful today, right? Is there a part of me that's feeling sad that I've been so busy and really just needs to play and express for a few minutes right now and move around and experience joy? Do that with a smile on your face. It's even more powerful for your nervous system. It signals to your body that you're safe. Just choose one. Just choose one. And I can't wait to hear what you guys notice. Let me know if you would. Send me an email, hello at michellegrosser.com. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Connect with me in our Facebook group. You guys can send me messages there. But I always love to hear from you. It, it warms my heart. It's fuel to keep us going. I love you guys so much. Um, I hope this was helpful today. I can't wait to hear what you take away from it. I love you guys. Have a great rest of the day. I will talk to you soon. Take care. If you love mommy's podcast, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.